Hey, you got a really great interview today. Part of a really, really booming retail food space. You're going to want to stick around. This is the Franchise Pitfalls and Profit Show. Each week, we bring you the challenges and triumphs of being in the franchise development and consulting business. The things you need to make money faster. And now your host, one of the most successful franchise developers in North America, Don Shin. Hey, welcome everybody. Awesome, Matt uh, Matt Thomas having Matt on the show with you today. Uh, really exciting space, I think, in franchising and in business uh, is the, uh, the, I'll let you describe the space, but I think of it as the specialized retail food, uh, very specifically the cookie space, uh, seeing so much going on in, in your very specific space. So I'm really, really excited that uh, Matt's been uh, willing to give us a few minutes give our audience a few minutes. So Matt, um, why don't you give us a real quick intro if you don't mind? And then uh, I, I got a ton of questions for you. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, thanks Don, I'm happy to be on the, on the podcast with you. Um, so my name is Matt Thomas, uh, co-founder of Cookie Co. Um, my wife, Elise, is the real talent. Uh, I, I, I got lucky and she picked me up during COVID and gave me a job. And uh, <laughs> so since then, when we first started, we, you know, we started, my wife, Back in 2017, decided she wanted to start doing a cookie store. Uh, it's kind of been a dream of her since she was a kid. She's been baking forever. And for a long time, she did catering. And she would do private events and corporate events and things like that. And we started kind of getting the scene where there was other cookie companies popping up. And she was still getting these catering orders. And we would go and cater. And people would be like, hey, like, where's your store at? We'd love to order from you guys on a regular basis for our clients. And my wife yeah. was like, well, I just do it at a home privately. And um, they're like, you need to open a store. She's like, I know. And so finally she came to me in like 2018 and said, hey, I want to open up my own store. And so we started kind of exploring what that might look like. And I was, you know, I had a company that I was a part of for a number of years uh, as a co-founder of that company. And so I started looking at this with her. And in 2019, we signed our lease with a goal to be open in March of 2020. And we're based out of Southern California. And um, that was peak COVID. Like COVID was going on and Permitting was pulled, contractors stopped working, unemployment was happening. It was just a crazy time. And um, we faced some really big obstacles there because we had signed a seven-year lease and now it looked like we might not ever open, right? Wow. And uh, long story short, my wife, who's just gets things done, she's like, hey, I'm going to start selling cookies on Instagram. People can pick up from our home via our garage. And so we started that route until we opened our doors in August of 2020. Um, we started franchising about a year after that. And now we're just kind of trying to keep up with the pace. Uh, it's been, been busy. That's awesome. You know, I, I just love the, the, um, the flexibility and, and the, and the way, the way small businesses can just, just they're, they're of the size that they can really respond again, if they're sharp enough as you guys were, well, we're going to go out and we're going to go out and, uh, you know, start to sell them on Instagram since we can't, we don't have a store that we can open them. I remember yeah. the company I used to work for was, uh, you know, 50,000 employees. And, and I don't know, at one time uh, before I left, we were like 7 billion in revenues. And the, uh, I remember vividly, the CEO used to talk to us about being this big um, the uh, aircraft carrier, you know, and how he was a Navy guy and how slow, it, you know, how long it takes, how oh, yeah. slow it is to turn an aircraft carrier. So I, I love the nimbleness and the flexibility of, of small businesses. So that's, that's an awesome place. So um, what was your fit? What was your vision when you, you and your wife first started? Um, 
And so obviously the challenge was COVID, yeah. uh, but were there other, were there other challenges and, you know, has the vision changed? You know, that now you're a couple of years in, you're franchising. So what was the vision at first and, and has that changed at all? Yeah, great question. So um, like you said, when we first started, the plan was to get our door open and we were excited to do it. And then COVID hit and the goal quickly became, let's survive this, right? Mm. Um, and, you know, we definitely had some challenges there, uh, both business-wise and, and personally. You know, uh, my wife got pregnant uh, in that time, which was not part of our plan, but it happened and it's been great. But um, we also had a house fire. Our house burned down uh, a few oh months after and all during COVID. And we ended up living in an Airbnb with a newborn for a little bit while still running our first business. And, you know, again, the, the, the plan was to survive, but we went from surviving to like doing very well with our single location. And we quickly had people reaching out to us through Instagram and people coming to our doors. In fact, one of the first people who had reached out to us about franchising was a woman who is going to Palm Springs um, from LAX. And she stopped here because I forget what reason she came in, but she ended up buying a box of cookies and a drink. And then she stood outside in our parking lot for almost a half an hour. And I walked out there to say, hey, just want to make sure you got your order. Everything's good. She said, I've just been here for almost 30 minutes now watching how many people are coming in and out of your guys' door. It's just a constant chain. How long have you guys been open? I said, almost five months now, six months. And she's like, are you guys franchising? Is this a single location? So I kind of went over with her. And that's when I was like, hey, franchising might be a cool option, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of went into like, okay, let's get a franchise attorney. Let's do this the right way. Let's take the right steps and processes. And I reached out to a couple of good friends of mine who, who know the franchise world very well. And um, my wife and I decided like, hey, we're going to franchise. We're going to do it the right way. And my wife, who's uh, a true baker, right? She's been baking since she was a little girl. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, if we franchise, my one request is we never, ever sacrifice quality of ingredients to be able to mass produce. And that's been something we've been true to since day one. We use real eggs, real butter, real sugar. We don't use high fructose corn syrups. We don't use oils. We don't use liquefied eggs. Like we use real ingredients. And I think that's one thing that a lot of our franchisees recognize and appreciate. They can taste the quality and they're excited to share that with their friends or family, their community. And so, and you, and you, you bake everything in the stores, your franchisees. Yeah. I know there's, there's different models. Like you said, that aren't using real ingredients. There's sure. ones that, 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 that uh, produce the goods somewhere else and move them you know, move them out to the retail locations. Yeah. Yeah. We, we bake everything in-house starting at 6 a.m. So we make our own frostings. We make our own, our own sauces. We make our own bases. Um, We have been able to create some really cool processes. Um, One of them, I don't know if you've ever heard of the company called Honeyville. Um, They do like Kodiak cakes, all that. They do some pretty big brands. What we did with them is it took us about nine months to perfect it. um, Where we're at like above 99% accuracy is all of our dry ingredients are prepackaged by them and then distributed nice. by Cisco to all of our franchise locations nationwide. Nice. So all you'll do is you'll get that batch and you'll add eggs, butter, flour, vanilla, and you're, you're good to go. And then you're mixing some chocolate chips or whatever else it is. And so that's been great for us where we haven't had to sacrifice quality and we've become much more efficient and it's very cost effective. It's been yeah. very good for our franchisees and our margins. So that's been a great move for us. Now, I, I want to talk a little bit, and and um, I don't have to get into this kind of detail, but I, you and I have talked before, and and I know um, 
the selection of your franchisees. I, I mean, I know, you know, we know the, you know, we all know the 800 pound gorilla in your space and, and, yeah. um, uh, you know, I always have this debate with people, you know, do you, what happens if you sell 40, 50, 60 a year, you know, for two or three years, what kind of problems do you ultimately have? Uh, you know, can, can, uh, you know, are you capitalized properly to support that kind of growth? Nobody is. Uh, sure. and I, I know you and I've had that chat and, and so I don't know if you wanted to chat or talk a little bit about your your focus on on a different a different growth pace, but but and the reasons behind that. Yeah, so our growth pace is is pretty interesting because, like you said, there's a lot of competition in this space right now. It's a very exciting space. There's a lot of people are looking into it. I think one of the things that sets us apart is obviously we use real ingredients. Where I think in 2023, people franchises as well like the quality side of that. People are very health conscious. My wife runs marathons. In fact, next month or in April, we're going to the Boston Marathon. She runs that every year. She does Chicago, New York. So she's very health conscious. Um, And so franchisees are like, not only is it better, like, and I'm not advocating that cookies are healthy by any means, (laughs) but I will say that like real sugar, your body can produce our process, our ingredients much better than high fructose. It's like I use, you know, five guys at In-N-Out versus McDonald's, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know what's in that burger at five guys. And I know where those fries come from, San Anthony, Idaho, because I see it on the signage board, right? Versus McDonald's, I'm like, it's pink slime, but what is even pink slime, right? Like, there's a lot of factors there, and so we, uh, you know, we 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 really believe that's a big reason why people like the idea of franchising with a cookie co. Um, and so I think that's allowed us to really start growing the right way and be a little more selective with our franchisees. Yeah. Um, a lot. Did of that franch- lady that stopped? Did she ever become a franchisee? Um, so she wanted to become a franchisee and then she wanted to open up five to 10 in the, in the East coast and her and her husband, it was COVID. They owned a construction company and that was kind of their backup plan is to get into franchising. Um, we had communications for a little bit. She was a great lady. Um, but her husband's company really struggled through COVID and set them back quite a bit. So she didn't, at, at this point, they're still not, I haven't talked to her in a number of months, but um yeah COVID uh, there's a not sorry to interrupt you there, there's a reason i ask is because uh, uh what i see with a lot of franchise uh, uh, over my 23 years uh particularly the last say eight or ten um uh have working with emerging brands my myself our company does mm-hmm. that and um those first two or three a lot of times i have i have heard stories where it's somebody that just showed up or it's a friend of a friend yeah. and they almost never work out i mean it, it, those first few uh, is that are so you know selected because it seems like the right thing to do often don't work out. So I'm kind of glad you. I'm kind of glad what happened for you because because often they don't work out that way. And uh, and, I, and so back to your yeah, I think your your desire to get the right people is really it's it's the right way we're to do evolving, it. Right, we're evolving. Um, we we're constantly making. You know, we're noticing new new types of people, new traits, people that we want to work with. You know, one thing that we've done a lot of is we have a lot of people who, you know, over COVID, they, you know, school teachers, police officers, firefighters, nurses, you know, they've decided to make a change in their careers. And we have vets, uh, uh, firefighters, school teachers who are now operating cookie cows daily as they're they're nine to five, right? And they love it. They're happy. They're 
they sell cookies, you know, and I, I drew How can you not be happy selling cookies? You know? I've had a way worse jobs. I used to bail hay on my grandpa's ranch. I've had some terrible <laughs> jobs growing up, you know, and I do cookies, you know, so. I picked potatoes, so I don't know if that's worse than bailing hay. It's there not fun. You're all, you're all crotched over, you know, bent over. So you know, shot by the end of the day, and yeah, yeah, I get that's, it. That's funny. That's funny. Well, and I, I'm going to stare into the, not at you, Matt, I'm going to stare in and say, if you, anybody thinks that this, that, that starting something is hard and you're not going to be able to do it, look at what Matt and his wife did and, and, and are, are really blossoming and booming. So um, it cracks me up how people are so nervous sometimes getting started. And, um, you know, having a kid is, is a lot bigger decision. Getting married is a lot bigger decision than starting a business. And uh, look what you guys had to, uh, had to weather and, and obviously you're doing well. So um, one of the questions I'd love to ask is um, what's been your greatest highlight so far? What's been your greatest uh, success so far? That's a great question. Um, I'd say one of our biggest successes so far is, you know, I went to a, a conference in Denver, Colorado back in November. It was a franchise conference. And one of the keynote speakers said that, um, less than 1% of businesses ever become franchises, right? Mm. Um, and of that number, 76% of them don't sell a single franchise their first year, which I thought was pretty crazy because at the time I was working out of a warehouse garage, my desk was next to a dumpster, and I <laughs> had done about 18 franchise sales that in the first handful of months, you know? Yeah. And so I think our biggest success is just our brand and our quality really does intrigue people to look into us cookie co we clearly sell cookies what's different we use real ingredients real quality baked fresh daily right um so i think our biggest success is just our ability to 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 grow quickly and gain the amount of interest that we have you know um we have an amazing team like truly an amazing team of people that work with us and, and and work for us with cookie co now and i think our franchisees see the support that comes with it um, you know, true story. My biggest goal when franchising was, okay, what are my weaknesses? I'm not an expert in operations. That is mm-hmm. not my strength. Uh, I'm sales, branding, marketing. That's what I'm, I'm average at. Um, so I went out and hired great people for operations. I went out and hired people with experience to build their systems, their processes, create trainings for our franchisees. You know, every one of our franchisees from the first franchisee ever who opened in April of last year, um, has been to a corporate location for training, had two weeks worth of training. And a lot of the times franchisees that I've talked to, like, yeah, we own another brand and it was sign your FDD, pay your franchise fees and then pay your royalties. Good luck. You know, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want them to feel supported, to be trained. Um, and so that, that's a big thing for us. So I, I'd say our biggest success is having franchisees who are both interested in our brand because of the way we've created that brand, but also be able to support our franchisees up to this point, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's huge. No, I mean, that's very, the franchise in, industry, um, and I've been in it 23 years, but rightfully so, gets, uh, has a lot of black eyes because of yeah. how, how that buy sell has gone on. And then, uh, and then, you know, after the sale, it's like, where'd that guy go? You know, well, he was just the sales guy, you know, and, yeah. and now you're stuck with me kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. Absolutely right. Um, obviously went through COVID and so on. Uh, your, your wife got pregnant during, but any other um, surprises? I always like to ask, you know, is there any you know, good surprises, like something happened uh, that you didn't anticipate and it was good? Uh, maybe something to help some other people out. Sometimes we get people like yourself on uh, in our audience that are new franchise franchisors 
and we can give them tips on something to avoid, you know, so they don't go through that same surprise. So any good surprises, any bad surprises? Yeah, I'd say the good surprises are, you know, you'll be surprised at what, what opportunities fall in your lap if you just show up and persevere, right? Um, one of the things that I've written down on my whiteboard, it's kind of, it's been there for so long that it won't even erase anymore. It's, it's, it's DAP, <laughs> right? It's uh, decide, act, and persevere, right? So you make the decision, you take action, and then you persevere, right? Um, there's going to be good days, bad days. There's going to be great days. Um, but you've got to persevere and, you know, kind of don't get too high. Don't get too low, stay neutralized and, you know, opportunities will come. Just keep on building what you believe in. And that's kind of what we've done here. You know, we, we have our products, we have our brand and, um, we just continue to go and move forward and new franchisees, new opportunities, massive accounts, you know, come to us on a regular basis. And that's the thing. I think it's really just about showing up and putting in the work and, you know, if you've got a good product, people find you, you know? Yeah, I used to, I, I said, uh, I've told people my, a little bit of my story, you know, when I was in the corporate world, I could go off and, you know, for a few days or a week and just whine and moan and complain. <clears throat> it was such a big company. Nobody cared and nobody knew. Uh, when you're, when you're an entrepreneur and a small business owner, uh, you can't do that. Yeah. And, and yeah. You, you have to, you have to react and, and, um, or if you do that, You'll go out of business. You know the bottom line is you'll there's days where you want to, right? Yeah, there's absolutely. And there's hey, take I got my I work with my wife, which is another thing. People are like you and your wife work together. How do you do that? I'm like to be honest, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. I've been an independent contractor for a long time. I've worked with a lot of people, a lot of friends. Um, never knew I was going to be married to my favorite business partner ever. She's a freaking rock star. Like she's she's great, you know. And so her and I go to lunch. And so why don't we have you on the call here? For why did we? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's funny. My wife watches these and she goes, "Nope, ain't never gonna happen." You know. So sure. we could not. We could. We've been married 44 years. We could never. We could never work together like that. So. Um, so what are some of the? You know, what are some of your secrets of making that work in a in a husband wife family setting? I never asked that question before, but I think it's worth uh, yeah. checking in. Good question, you know, because I think there's a lot of interest there, you know, with people who, you know, especially franchisees who decide to be owner operators together or other group, couples who want to start their own business together. Absolutely. I think there's a, I think there's a, th a thing in our society of like, oh, couples can never work together. And it's like, to be honest, I think for me personally, one of the things that I've loved about working with my wife is a lot of the time on a previous career, I would come home from work and I'd have to internalize frustrations or successes. You know, I'd share like, hey, guess what happened today? I sold this account. And this is what happened. She's like, that's great, honey. Congrats. Like, she's not that she likes that I get paid for it, but that's it. She can't relate, you know, yeah. or if I come home and I'm like, dude, I cannot believe I just lost this account. I'm so frustrated. X, Y, Z. She's also like, oh, that sucks. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that happened, right. But this is cool because like we can talk about successes and struggles business-wise and we can relate to one another and she's like well why don't we just try this and i'm like that makes a lot of sense you know and vice versa you know and yeah. so you really learn i think it's honestly strengthened our relationship in a lot of ways um uh, in our marriage but also our business i think we we're married so we obviously like each other somewhat but as business partners it's been fantastic because she's you know she does a lot of things that i'm not good at Right. Mm -hmm. And she's the baker. She's the real talent. I'm just decent at some of the business side of things. Um, and so that's the big thing, I think, is, you know, being able to share your successes and struggles together and being able to relate to one another, you know, and 
having a truly vested interest in how my day was because yeah. my success is hers and vice versa when it comes to business. And so, that, yeah, I think that will strengthen, that strengthens your relationship, that strengthens your totally. marriage. And, um, and you guys have nice complementary skill sets, uh, yeah. which, which I think is huge. If you're both, if you're both the marketing sales oriented people, that wouldn't work. You know, you'd be, you'd be banging heads. Shows. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 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 Um, so one of the things is that I, that I shared with you right before we came on, on air was um, we get people on here that are, uh, are my audience is typically either people looking for business ideas that they want to start uh, or uh, consultants, uh, brokers, consultants who are matching people. So um, could you share for a couple of minutes who, uh, who you're looking for? You know, who is an ideal cookie company franchisee? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing for us is we're looking for people who want to be a part of a new emerging brand, right? Mm -hmm. They understand what emerging brand is. They understand that an emerging brand is just that. It is emerging. It is growing. Um, we are not Chick-fil-A or McDonald's at this point. We're still very much a startup. Uh, we have 17 locations open currently nationwide. Um, and nice. we've got a handful of dozens in the pipeline that are under development, going through leases, all that fun stuff. And um, you know, of those people, the big thing that we try to strive for is people have a good attitude, people who have some capital who can qualify for an SBA loan, or they want to sell fund. The financial side is not nearly as important mm -hmm. as the quality of person, right? Yeah. We want people who love our brand, love our product, and they want to share that quality of product in their community. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think it comes down to attitude, you know, hard work. It's not easy. No joke. It's not this like. It's not a grind where it's miserable, like, you know, pulling potatoes or bailing hay like you and I grew up doing. But it's a it's a it's, it's, it's a job. It's an investment. It's an opportunity. Um, so, like I said, I think the big thing is attitude. You know, people who want to be business owners first time. A lot of our people are first time franchisees, you know, okay. many of them own other businesses who are deciding to diversify their portfolio. And they're hiring a general manager or a regional manager to run two or three locations for them with us doing multi-unit deals. But it really just comes down to attitude. Do you see the vision? Do you like our product? Do you like our quality of ingredients? Is that important to you? If so, tell us about yourself. You know, um, you're a hard one. You can teach them all the other pieces of the business. Yeah. You can't You can't teach somebody attitude. Um, no, it's you, impossible. You really can't. It's yep. impossible. Yeah, yep. exactly. And so your model is uh, semi-absentee. Somebody can, can hire yeah. a GM. Yeah, we have a lot of places. We're about... 60, 40, 60 are owner operated, 40% are GMs right now, which is nice. nice. We have uh, training locations in Beaumont, California and Draper, Utah, um, where you can send your GM for training or owner operator go for training. Um, and so with the GMs on site who are training, you know, and, and, and running the store, we do ask for you to be involved, right? We expect you to do, you know, five to eight hours a week minimum uh, with your GM to go over training, Cisco scheduling orders, et cetera, product catalog, you know, PL essentially. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but we have about 40% of our stores are, are run by a GM right now. And that's neat. It's, it's going well, you know, yeah, going that's, well. and it's big on in this market right now. Um, I, I work an awful lot with consultants, uh, broker consultants and, um, Every one of them is saying that their their uh, candidates are really looking for additional revenue revenue streams. Sure. They don't want to be as as dependent on their employer uh, sure. as as uh, as they are right now. Um, maybe find something that eventually they 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 you know they'd leave their job, but right now they want that sure. they want that multiple revenue streams, so to speak. And yeah. um, 
So your opportunity, I mean, that's great. There aren't that many true uh, semi-absentee models out there. A lot of companies will say, you got to do it full time for two years and then you can do it. Well, that doesn't that doesn't fit today's market. That's not fit no. for today's market at all. No, not at all. Hey, I'm going to put your website back up there again for anybody that wants to reach out to, to Matt uh, to find out more information. There's one question I always end with, Matt, that, that I want to I want to share uh, before we wrap up. And that is, um, is there anything I haven't asked you, uh, you know, that you go, oh, wow, I really wished I talked about X, Y, Z. Uh, before before we were done. I wish Don would have asked such and such a question. So kind of last shot, last thoughts, anything you want to share with the audience that maybe we haven't talked about? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think highlighting, you know, one of the things about us is, is what makes us different compared to the competition like you attested to in the beginning. Like we're in a very competitive space right now. There's a lot of cookie cups cookie companies out there. There's a lot of opportunities with Cineholics and Churro brands and sweets and ice creams and yogurts and, and cookies. Um, I think the biggest thing that sets us apart is that, you know, we're, we're new, we're growing fast, we're emerging, but the thing is going to be the quality. I think the quality is something that people can taste. They recognize uh, customers appreciate that, you know? Yep. Um, so I think that's a big thing um, with us is as we build this, like emphasizing the quality and not just everyone says, Oh, we are the best tasting. Like, I truly believe that we are. In fact, we're actually looking for competitions to join to kind of do blind taste tests. Oh, that's, that's cool. Challenge. Um, but furthermore, is that you know we do use high quality ingredients. Like we yeah. do not sacrifice that. You know we we have customers who are like, hey, what do you guys use? And I'm like, oh, I'll show you. I open up my warehouse door and I this is our our dry storage room. This is boom. Here's our sugar. Here's our our eggs. Here's our you know like we really are very transparent about our ingredients. Because I think that is important. I think that's going to be something that sets us apart with both franchisees and customers is quality. You know, quality yeah. is a huge factor that, you know, you can't, no matter what, you, quality will win every time, you know. Um, yeah. You can market subpar quality products very, very well and have great sales initially. And I think slowly but surely you'll start to see like uh, it's tapering off. But with quality, yeah. I think word yeah. of mouth. That organic people want people want natural, I think, too, you right. know, more so than right. uh, even though obviously you're splurging on yourself with, with a right. with a cookie. Um, sure. I think people want natural. And um, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, the cookie company, Matt Thomas. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate Thanks, you. You Appreciate bet. It.